Hawkeye Recap. Short audio episodes about Iowa Hawkeye football, basketball, games, and players, and articles from the last 100 years. Visit us at HawkeyeRecap.com. This week's opponent is Iowa State. Iowa first played Iowa State back in 1894. There's a lot of games to cover, um, so I'm just going to go through the Hayden Fry era, and then later I'll come back and do Kirk Ferentz games. Overall record, including Kirk Ferentz, is 46-23-0. There's actually been no ties in the series. Uh, so Iowa holds a 66% win percentage. If we go back to the very first contest in 1894, they didn't go by Iowa State. They went by Ames. Later in the 30s, they switched over to Iowa State. First game was head coach Roger Sherman. There's a Daily Iowan article about the game. Iowa lost the game 8-16, to and the game was played at Iowa Field on October 1st. In 1895, Iowa didn't actually have a coach for that season. So they ended up losing 24 to nothing on October 28th in 1895. That game was also at Iowa Field. So two back-to-back games in Iowa City. So I'm not going to go through every single game, just highlight a couple key ones throughout the series. If we jump ahead to November 5th, 1897, the game was also played at Iowa Field. Iowa lost 0-6. to In the 1906 game day program, uh, it mentions that that game did not finish said Iowa refused to play the rest of the game after a bad call by the referee. Both the Ames and the Iowa linemen agreed that it was a foul, but the officials refused to change their decision. In protest, Iowa refused to play and left the field. That changed the score from 10-6, where Iowa was leading, to 0-6 for Ames as the final score. Iowa scored a touchdown in the first quarter and got two points for the extra point. Ames scored a touchdown in the third quarter, bringing it to 6-4. to four. Then Iowa scored again early in the fourth quarter to, to take a 10-0 lead. Now, back then, the scores were a little different. So I pulled up a Wikipedia article, and it says that back in 1883, a touchdown was worth two points, and a field goal was five points, and a conversion was four points. So that's how I get the six points on a touchdown. And then safety was one point. And then it evolves, and the touchdown starts to gain more points four points in the late 1800s, up to five points. Eventually it gets to six points in 1912. And the field goals drop from five points down to three points. And then 1958 till present is where the current scoring is. Six points for a touchdown, three points for a field goal, one point for a kick conversion, two points for a, a, a run or touchdown on the conversion, two points for a safety, one point for a conversion safety, and two points for a defensive conversion, like intercepting a two-point play and returning it for a touchdown. That'll throw off a little bit of the scores as you're hearing them when I'm going back into the 1800s, early 1900s. That might be a little confusing. In 1899, Alden Knight was the coach, and they get their first win over Ames. And there's an article I got posted up there. Final score was five to nothing. That occurred on October 28th, also at Iowa Field. Don't have a lot of details on that. Here's a couple quotes from the coach. I am satisfied with the result of the game. I have no fault to find with the team. We are proud to have made as good showing against such a team as Ames. Very polite coach talk back then. Here's a player quote by Moray Ebby. 
Iowa played the poorest game of the season, and had Ames been as strong as was expected, we would have been fortunate to have won. Ames had a very scientific way of stealing the ball. They also knew how to protect themselves against our formation, no doubt having been coached particularly on both points. This no doubt accounts for Iowa's poor showing at times. I think, everything considered, the teams have no reason to feel disappointed, nor have any particular fear of slumping in the games which are to follow. Next week, find everybody back in form. And as a reminder, the way you can get to these games is you go to HawkeyeRecap.com, you go down to the drop-down menus, select Iowa State, and then select Football after it refreshes, and then you'll see all the games listed in time order. So the top one will be the most recent, and the bottom one will be that 1894 game. And then you can click on each of those to see the articles and any quotes. In 1904, John Chalmers was the coach, and a quick summary said that Fred Schwinn runs for a touchdown and Dwight Griffith returned a punt for a touchdown in front of a record crowd of 5,000 at Iowa Field, and Iowa won 10 to 6. And you can find a Daily Iowa article about the game. If we jump ahead to 1906, Iowa loses 0 to 2, and then in 1910, Iowa wins 2 to nothing. So there's a couple interesting scores there in the series. Now I'm going to jump ahead to the 1930s. Iowa and Ames played up through 1920, and then there's a gap from 1920 to 1933. And now at this time, Ames switches its name to Iowa State University. So on November 4th, 1933, Dick Crane scored three of Iowa's four touchdowns and Iowa won 27-7, and you can find a Daily Iowa article about the game. Then on October 20th, 1934, Iowa goes to Clyde Williams Field in Ames and loses 6-31. Ozzy Solomon was the coach. There was 18,000 people in attendance. And it says, Ozzy Simmons fumbled twice deep in Iowa's own territory, setting up two touchdowns for Iowa State and helping them put the game away early. They had a 17 to nothing lead at halftime and managed to hold on, 31 to six. There's a Daily Iowa article about the game, but there are now highlights showing up. So we've got a couple minutes of highlights from the game, and then we've got a maybe 10 minute video of most of the game being shown. So you can check out those videos for the 1934 game. Then we have this big gap. And there's a couple of different theories about the gap. They said that they weren't gonna play in 1935. And then that kind of just progressed into uh, a longer delay all the way up to 1977 when they replayed and restarted the series. I think I've read some other stuff where there was some there's a lot of fighting or fan fighting or things going on and other reasons why they wanted to calm, calm down the, the series, but um, I couldn't find those right away. But anyways, the re series restarts in 1977. Bob Cummings is the coach. There was 59,725 fans in attendance at Kinnick Stadium and Iowa won 12 to 10. Earl Bruce was the coach for the Cyclones and they came in ranked number 19. Iowa State wore beat Iowa on their jerseys, but that probably ended up being a mistake. I think it was a big motivator for the Hawks. There was a lot of big plays in the game. There was a 63-yard punt return, a 77-yard touchdown run, a fumble that was 19 yards from the end zone, and a booming 48-yard punt. Iowa State's defense was nothing short of spectacular, limiting the Hawks to only 192 yards total, 77 of which came on Dennis Mosley's second quarter scoring burst. But the Iowa defense was even better, limiting the Cyclones to only 96 yards and shutting down Dexter Green, 
to only 46 yards on 21 carries. Iowa would finish the year 5-6, and six, and a 34-14 to 14 loss to UCLA would be turned around by a forfeit, so they actually finished 4-7. and seven. Iowa State would regain its stride to finish 8-3, and they end up playing in the Peach Bowl that year. There's a Daily Iowa article about the game, and also one on Rivals.com. You can also watch the highlight video and the full game video, so definitely recommend you check it out. Here's a couple of player quotes. From the first one is from Tom Rusk. I was so emotional before the game. I had tears in my eyes and a lump in my throat. I couldn't help it because it's been in my blood since I was recruited by Iowa State and then suddenly shut off. If I got a chance, I was going to get those guys. The next quote is from John Lazar, later reflecting back on that game. So it didn't happen right after the game. This was in a more recent interview. When we came out to play the game and ISU ran out with their beat Iowa jerseys, I think that really set me in more of an intense mode to want to knock their heads off. I thought, what an insult. That really put me in a foul mood fast. I was ready to hit someone. So next is 1979. This is Hayden Fry's first year. The game's at Kinnick Stadium. Iowa wins 30-14 to in front of 60,000 fans. The Hawkeyes, dominating the line of scrimmage both ways, battered Iowa State for 378 yards on the ground and held the Cyclones to a mere 162 by all routes for a decisive 31-14 victory, tying the second largest gathering ever in Kinnick Stadium. This is Hayden Fry's first win as Iowa coach, so that's pretty monumental that it was against Iowa State. There's a Daily Iowa article and a Des Moines Register article you can check out. There's also some brief highlights in a Iowa versus Iowa State news story where they kind of go through a lot of the series and just show a clip or two from each game. So you can check that out. I've also got the full game stats for that game posted. Then they go on to lose three straight times against Iowa State, including the 23 to 12 loss in 1981. And that was the year that Iowa ended up going to the Rose Bowl. In 1983, they start the winning streak. It'll end up being 15 games in a row that they win. And in that game, Owen Gill rushed for four touchdowns, and Iowa won 51-10. to And in fact, 1984 through 1987 were a series of blowouts, and that's because Iowa had some really good teams back then. So these scores were like 59-21 to in 1984, 57-3 to in 1985, 43-7 to in 1986, 48-9 to in 1987. So let's look at that 1985 game real quick. September 28, 1985, at Jack Price Stadium, Iowa came in number three, won 57 to three, in front of 53,202. Aiden Fry is still the coach. Iowa scored 31 points in the second quarter to blow the game open, and then the Cyclones end up kicking a 52-yard field goal late in the game to avoid the shutout. After that game, Iowa became the number one ranked team in the nation with the win. So that one was pretty monumental. And there's a daily Iowa game recap. There's also highlights you can watch, and there's the full game that you can watch as well. So that's a fun one if you haven't seen that game in a long time or ever at all. And we have all the game stats you can check out. In 1988, there was actually a close game. Iowa won 10 to three. And so it's starting to get a little bit more competitive as Iowa becomes less dominant like they were in the mid eighties. I've got a full game of 1988 posted 1989 is also a close game, 31 to 21, but Iowa won that one. I've got just a couple brief highlights posted. 1990, Iowa wins 45 to 35. There's a full game you can watch there, plus short highlights. 1991, Iowa wins 29 to 10. 
also full game available to watch there. 1992, Iowa wins 21-7, full game is available to watch there. So let's dig into 1993, Iowa goes to Iowa State and wins 31-28, another close game. Ryan Terry started the game with a touchdown run, and he ended with 102 yards on 20 carries. Quarterback Paul Burmeister connected with Anthony Dean for a 16-yard touchdown, and Iowa took a 14-0 lead in the first quarter with a strong win. Early in the second quarter, they extended the lead to 21-0 with a long run by Cedric Shaw, who also scored on a one-yard run. Kent Call ran nine yards for a touchdown to extend the lead to 28-7 at halftime. Todd Romano added a 29-yard field goal in the third quarter to make it 31-7. Iowa scored on their first five possessions and could not be stopped on the ground, but didn't do much offensively in the second half. The full game video does miss some of the fourth quarter, and so you don't see the two Iowa State touchdowns. That made it closer. So if you're hoping to see those, I apologize. That's not available on the video. 1994, Iowa won 37-9. Don't have a full game on that one. 1995, Iowa won 27-10. There are highlights of that game, plus the full game. 1996, Iowa won 38-13. That one's at Atkinick, and I've got the full game, plus highlights on that game. Let's look at 1997. September 20th, number 13, Iowa, at Iowa State. Final score, 63-20. For the second week in a row, Iowa running back Tavian Banks rambled for four touchdowns including an 82-yard scoring run on the second play from scrimmage, paving the way for Iowa's 15th consecutive win over interstate rival Iowa State. Tim Dwight was named Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week following his spectacular performance of eight receptions for 187 yards and three touchdowns. Iowa quarterback Matt Sherman had one of his best games of the series, completing 12 of 17 attempts for 257 yards and three touchdowns. The Hawkeye defense was in top performance, holding Iowa State to minus 11 yards rushing, and recording eight sacks against Cyclone quarterbacks. Defensive back Kerry Cooks had six tackles, recovered a fumble, and returned an interception 30 yards for a touchdown. Linebacker Matt Hughes finished the day with 11 tackles, and safety Eric Thigpen had 10, while defensive end Jeff Kramer had an interception and a fumble recovery. So you can watch the full game video, and there's also a Daily Island article and a USA Today game recap. And this would be the last win in the streak. The next matchup in 1998 was the first loss. Iowa lost 27-9 at home, and this was Hayden Fry's last season. There were 70,000 in attendance. Iowa State breaks the streak against the Hawkeyes, taking advantage of Iowa miscues in the kicking game. It was the first Cyclone win since 1982 season. Hawkeyes had their first punt of the day blocked and later fumbled a Cyclone punt. Iowa State took advantage by scoring 10 quick points and gaining control of the game. Iowa State's first two scoring drives began at the Iowa 13 and 30 yard lines. Iowa's scoring drive came on a 48 yard field goal by Tim Douglas and a four yard run by Liddell Betts. After leading 20 to three at halftime, Iowa State stayed in control by taking the second half kickoff and going 80 yards for a score. Iowa quarterback Kyle McCann, a redshirt freshman in his first start, led the Iowa offense, completing 19 of 30 passes for 229 yards. The Hawkeyes rushed for only 42 yards while allowing Iowa State 254 yards on the ground. Defensive backs Matt Bowen had 12 tackles and Tariq Holman had 10 tackles to lead Iowa defense. Iowa also gave up six quarterback sacks. So there's a Hawkeye Sports recap article and a Daily Iowa game recap. And there's some television highlights that you can watch, but I don't have the full game version. I do have the full game stats on that game.
The other important part of this game is that Iowa State's coach was Dan McCarty, who was a former Iowa football player and former assistant. So that added a little bit more to this win streak that they broke being done by a coach who used to be an Iowa player. So that's the end of the series history and a quick recap from 1894 to 1998. Like I mentioned, I'll try to come back and do the Kirk Ferentz era at a later time, maybe next year prior to the game. Hope you found that interesting and insightful. Again, you can find all these games and watch these videos at HawkeyeRecap.com. If you have other ideas or thoughts or historical things about Iowa football or basketball that you'd like to hear about, please let me know. Thanks and go Hawks.